This is the Inside Cloud Channel podcast. I'm your host, Zegert van der Linde. When you're responsible for your company's IT services, there's a lot to keep track of. What kind of software runs on what machine? Are your servers up to date? Is everything working as it should? With this responsibility come a lot of different tasks, small or big. To keep an eye on everything that goes on in your company and to streamline all of those processes, Microsoft Azure offers you Azure Automation. And that's the topic of this episode of the Inside Cloud Channel podcast. Jurjen Uit de Boogaard and Alex Mahals of Insights. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Sajgaard. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Thank you. Um, we're going to start with the basics. What's Azure Automation? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's, it's partly in the name. It's, um, it, it's a cloud-based automation and configuration service that, that Microsoft offers from their Azure platform. So that supports... Uh, consistent management across both Azure, but also non-Azure environments, so-called on-prem environments as well. Uh, Jorjen, why should a business set up uh, Azure Automation? Well, both to eliminate um, manual errors or people making mistakes, uh, and the other angle could be to to save money and time, because which company uh, wants to have their personnel do things um, that can be automated instead? I want to I wanna come back on, on uh, Julian's topic a, a little bit because it's on one hand, we're all humans. So because of that, we are prone to make mistakes. So that's one of the reasons for um, adding automation into play. Uh, next to that, it is saving money, but that, that comes, we save both money and time with automating um, our processes. Now coming to your question, we can, uh, well, I've mentioned processes, so that's something that definitely can be uh, and should be automated. But then there are things like the update management, so the you, you deploy the workloads within the cloud, but then those workloads need to be uh, maintained and kept up to date. So the update part is definitely a process that can and should be ma- um automated and next to that um, is the configuration on its own so you can uh, go ahead and deploy each individual workload manually and and ensuring that it's up to date in a manual fashion yes you can still do it but that costs you of course time Uh, while where you automate all of these uh, things together you eliminate what what we've mentioned before. So you eliminate the the mistakes that people can make. You uh, speed up the processes together with saving money. So it's definitely a win. Yeah, yeah. And and are there tasks you can't autom- automate? Like likely, but I think in general that that most of the uh, the process, the parts of Azure, speaking from a WFD solution, for example, most of those parts can be automated afterwards. Yeah, and and uh, and uh, Alex, back back to you. Is it is it a solution for uh, multiple machines? I mean, I can can imagine automation working for for my own laptop with some specific processes. But if you're in an organization with a hundred machines or two hundred or thousand, can it work? How does it work? That's that's exactly the reason you want to automate because when you have a small organization, maybe taking care of one or two workloads. It's easy and you don't want to automate that. But especially when you have bigger organizations, you want to to automate the processes. So the the configuration and the 
update management is definitely something you want to do, especially in the in the larger organizations. So all those repetitive tasks that can be automated, they should be automated as well. Yeah. Um, let's take a few few of those tasks uh, and and talk a bit, little bit more about them. For example, um, if you want to use your cloud services to be to be flexible in your server capacity, that's something you can can automate. Also, that's also something you can automate that it automatically uh, scales up your server capacity? Yeah. So um, specifically, you're referring about the, the scale sets. And that's definitely something you should be leveraging when it comes to the virtual machine. So that the, by, by using this particular uh, solution, you can have uh, multiple virtual machines that are being deployed in an automated manner whenever you need extra capacity so say that you you set your trigger to be uh, yeah when the the compute power is used 80 percent in the existing workload and then when that number has been reached another machine will be spinned up and and to serve the maybe you have a bigger amount of uh, users that are accessing the maybe say, say your website um, so that's the the peak hours, so to say, or, or the, um, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It's it's to it's to uh, manage those those peak those peak capacity. Yes, and and then uh, in the same manner, because this is automated for both scaling up but also scaling down, when the amount of users goes down, so the, then you go lower than say twenty five percent. On, on your compute capacity, then the, the, the extra servers that have been spinned up, they will be shut down in the same automated manner as well. Uh, and uh, Jurjen, um, you mentioned uh, automating your configuration management. What kind of tasks do I need to think of you can automate there? Well, I'm on, I'm on thin ice here a little bit, uh, but um, yeah, of course you can, uh, you can automate it as well. So configuration, that, that means two things. So uh, on one hand, you can uh, automate the, the, the tracking of the changes of your inventory. And that means uh, changes to software or uh, uh, the registry or files within your environment. Um, and the other thing that's called Azure Automation, state configuration. And that's a, well, as, as, as it's in the name, of course, and hopefully Alex can elaborate a little bit on that further. Um, but that's the... the the state configuration as you would like to have your environment running and that's that's automated let's say that you have a number of virtual machines the, the same kind of uh, os the same kind of virtual machine that you are making available for all your users and um, maybe some of these users have administrative privileges so maybe person X or Y decides that this particular piece of software is not needed for them. And because they have the right permission, they can uninstall that piece of software. Whereas you know why you needed that to exist on those machines. And by configuring this desired state configuration, that uh, it will look in an automated manner every 15 minutes, let's say, to those uh, virtual machines, and they will uh, notice that that piece of software no longer is present. And what you do 
what you can do in your configuration is to to trigger the automate uh, automatic installation uh, the automated installation of it so that it is present again in the system i can imagine some employees i mean i'm i'm thinking of a few of my coworkers right now that'll be don't <laughs> like those kind of services they were like i want to have control of my own device i want to have control of my own workspace uh, is that something companies exactly. <laughs> I, I i hear you guys laughing i see some recognition that's that's something you hear more exactly yeah and and in the same manner it's, it goes the other way so it goes for both uninstalling and for um installing you can configure it so that people are not allowed to install software x y and z for example in the uh, 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 real life example in the corporate world the the porn sites are being banned yeah. or the gambling sites if you if you don't want to put the porn part okay but no but the, that's the, obviously yeah, the oh, porn okay. sites or the gambling sites are not allowed to be accessed from within the corporate network that's that's a, an automated thing yeah yeah or or your you you can't uh, install your own software you can't install spotify or something because that's uh, it it's for your work exactly. yeah we we were talking about uh, software management update management um i can imagine that companies have different employees they have different needs they have different tasks they need different pieces of different apps different pieces of software um but you still want to automate all those processes is that possible can you, can you make all those different sets or something um uh, alex is, is is that possible to to automate different settings for different users yeah absolutely you can decide what you want to automate depending on your workloads take an organization which has of course multiple departments so you'll have your finance people you'll have your marketing you'll have your uh, hr you'll have your it and and so forth for all these separate departments, you can specify different sets of policies. And as an example, you, you maybe want your IT people to be able to install and uninstall stuff because they, they need to have uh, the privilege to do it and, and uh, the, the means to do it as well. Whereas your finance people, you want to ensure that they always have those pieces of software on their machines and they are not allowed to play around with deleting things because well it's the finance department so <laughs> you want to have your <laughs> they don't need other numbers yeah <laughs> yeah in there yeah so so and so you can automate those those kind of uh, you can say this is this user uh, this kind of user needs this and that kind of software sets and has this and that kind of rights so you can you can automate that from from both um, a virtual machine perspective so what can be um, uh, configured on each individual virtual machine, the kind of software you can install or you cannot uh, uninstall or whatever. And on the other hand, you automate from an identity perspective. So you say um, you use, you've heard and we've discussed about this multi-factor authentication. You can use conditional access to, to push the use of multi-factor authentication every time the users are accessing the um, work environment a specific set of sites you will trigger so that whenever user goes to, mm -hmm, uh, to to that particular site they are interested in navigating to uh, a corp site um, you, you will trigger the use of mfa because you know that it's sensitive data in there and that user needs to prove so it uh, that he or she is who they say they are 
Well, a last thing for me, something I think companies are always interesting is security. We've talked about it before. Um, is automation a way? Can can it help you to secure your cloud services? Yeah, I I think uh, Alex already answered that question uh, partly in his uh, last answer. Um, yes. So if specific security needs or um, uh, specifications need to be met when someone uh, logs into the uh, to the environment or when a VM or an application is installed, then of course you can automate that in that uh, in the configuration. So, for example, MFA uh, or a specific application that's 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 tracking legal things within your environment, you can't uninstall that. So, yeah, security is a broad uh, thing. So, yeah, definitely. You've been listening to the Insights Cloud Channel podcast hosted by me, Zegert van der Linde. Special thanks to Insights Alex Malers and Jurjen Uitenboogaard. Want to know more about Insight and their services? Please check insight.com. Next time, we'll kick off a three-part series about Windows Virtual Desktop. That's in the next episode. In the meantime, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. We'll be back next time. See you then.